NFL, college football, fantasy football, and professional wrestling. This is Spinebuster Sports. Welcome in, everybody. It is Feast Football Friday once again for week three of the NFL season. I am your main man, Pound Cave, and we are going to dig in to the entire slate of this week weekend's uh, NFL games of week three. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Thursday night action between the Steelers and the Browns that kicked off the week. Uh, We're going to talk about the undefeated teams going into week three and what their chances are of staying undefeated. And we're going to talk about all the NFL games. Hopefully everyone's having a fantastic Friday. Mine started out pretty well, drinking some coffee, you know, recording... Feast Football Friday for everybody. Uh, but let's start it out. Let's kick it off and talk about the Thursday night game. The Steelers traveled to Cleveland to take on the Browns for after a couple weeks of really good Thursday games. Kind of turned out to be a crappy Thursday game. Uh, if you were watching this one, Cleveland win, wins 29 uh, 17. Cleveland looked great on defense in this game. Uh, Trubisky still is just doing enough to not make mistakes. Finishes 20 for 32, 207 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Najee Harris had 56 yards and a touchdown, and Trubisky did have a rushing touchdown in this game. Deontay Johnson uh, makes a little bit of an impact with eight receptions for 84 yards, but uh, the real talk was uh, Chubb had Nick Chubb 113 yards and one touchdown. Um, the emergence finally of Amari Cooper for seven receptions, 101 yards and a touchdown. And Joku had nine receptions for 89 yards and a touchdown. Brissett uh, Briss, looked really good in this game. Uh, does a good job of managing. It makes passes that he has uh, when he has to, and they're just kind of rolling behind Nick Chubb, who uh, three games in the season is having quite the year. Three hundred forty-one yards on the ground, four touchdowns. Uh, that's almost halfway to his complete touchdown total last season. He had eight on the ground and one last year. Uh, the most he's ever had in a season was twelve. So three games in, it looks like Chubb is going to be who they lean on until uh, Watson comes back. Um, on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, I'm really starting to think that they will probably be thinking about throwing Kenny Pickett in there soon. You know, after a uh, sweet week one victory against the Bengals, just losing last week to the Patriots, losing this one in uh, Cleveland. This game was a lot closer than the score indicates. We'll get into that in a second. But, uh, yeah, I think – you're going to 
start seeing them calling for Kenny Pickett. You know, like Trubisky is managing the game decently well, not making mistakes, but he's also not doing anything to really take chances. He's just kind of being safe constantly. And they, you need a little spark in there. You need somebody that's uh, willing, that's going to be willing to take the chances every so often. Sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to bite you in the ass, but at least you went for it and you're not just playing it a hundred percent safe. Like Trubisky has been, um, other things about this game, there's a, a huge betting losses. Anyone that out there that listens to this, that also, uh, watches the Pat McAfee show their uh, Thursday night football, same game parlay was, uh, Nick Chubb, anytime touchdown, which checked, we checked the box on that. A Najee Harris anytime touchdown. We checked the box on that. And Pittsburgh plus seven and a half. And the uh, lateral game at the lateral at the end of the game leads to a Cleveland touchdown. And Cleveland wins by twelve. And Pittsburgh does not cover the seven and a half. And there was some uh, big day for places like FanDuel and uh, and DraftKings on that one. Um, but yeah, you know, pretty actually decent game, uh, last night, but, uh, you know, it's Cleveland continues to somehow get victories, even though they are, they don't have the best quarterback situation or situation in general for that matter. And Pittsburgh, uh, loses another close one and, um, questions will start to arise about when Kenny Pickett's going to be finally taking snaps under center. Uh, now we're going to start diving into the all the games this weekend. Uh, we're going to first to get into the big, the perceived real big games of the week. We First game we're going to talk about is the Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, there will be a slight chance of rain, but mostly sunny down there in Miami for this game. The line sits right now. Uh, we get all our lines from FanDuel Sportsbook, just so everyone knows. But the line sits right now, uh, the Bills, given five and a half with the over-under at 52 and a half. Um, I think this is going to be a good game uh, down in Miami to see if Tua is legit or not. This Bills defense has a really great pass rush and put a lot of pressure on the quarterback, and that's when Tua seems to uh, have issues. So that will probably be the biggest key to this game. I see the Bills covering the 5.5, even though it's on the road. I I do like the Dolphins a lot. I just think so far this Bills team – has covered every spread and I want it and I think they'll continue to do so. Uh, but in this game with that big 52 and a half point, uh, over under, you can pretty much play a lot of guys on the, uh, in this game. I would say you can, uh, play to a play Josh Allen, play Stefan Diggs, play Gabe Davis. If he is healthy, um, on, you, on the Dolphins, you can play, obviously, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Um, I think you can play Gasecki in this game as well. I think there's going to be a lot of passing on the Dolphins' side of the ball to keep up. And my fantasy player of this game is Stefan Diggs. He has looked fantastic so far this season with 270 yards receiving and four touchdowns in just the first two games this year. Stefan Diggs is one of those guys that uh, if you drafted him in the first round, you're getting huge 
uh, returns on that currently, and I think that's going to continue in this game. The Dolphins have given up a lot of yards uh, through the passing game, and I see Stefan Diggs probably with another line, maybe 10 receptions, uh, upwards of 150 yards, and maybe a touchdown or two in this game for sure. So we will take... The Bills, minus five and a half on that one. Another big game down in Florida Sunday. The Green Bay Packers travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game is going to be a beautiful 90-degree game with a slight chance of rain. Uh, the line sits right now, the Bucks minus one and a half with the over-under of 41 and a half. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, it's going to be a very, much a defensive game. Uh, the Bucks' pass defense has been great so far this year, as well as Green Bay's. The Bucks have been dealing with a lot of key offensive injuries. Mike Evans will not be available for this game due to suspension. Julio and Chris Godwin are also banged up right now. Um, so you're going to put a, a lot of this on Tom Brady and Leonard Fournette. Uh, that's going to probably be the key is going to be Leonard Fournette in this game. Green Bay's run defense hasn't played the best to start off the year so far. They really need to tighten it up. Some of these rookies uh, need to play a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball for the Packers. Um, so in this one, I'm going to probably take the Bucks to cover the one and a half points. Um, I do like the Green Bay's chance in this game with um, all the injuries on the offensive side of the ball for the Bucks because of the fact that uh, they're, the Tampa Bay's defense has played great against the pass and kind of average against the run, and I think we're going to see that game plan roll out again uh, with um, – A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones uh, in this game. You're going to see a lot of running, a lot of passes out of the backfield of those two guys. My fantasy player of the game is A.J. Dillon. He is the running back 15 currently in PPR formats. I um, I think Aaron Jones had a big game last week. You're going to see a little bit more Dillon in certain situations just to kind of throw off the Bucks defense. And I think that should... Uh, hopefully work well out for fantasy players that own AJ Dillon and being a Packers fan, hopefully the Packers can sneak out a victory. But like I said, if we're, if I was a betting man, I'm going to take the bucks minus the one and a half. Uh, I hate the over under in this game just cause I, I would probably bet the under if anything, you don't hear many people go with that, but just because the offense is, but with a beautiful day out, you can never know. They could uh, string together some points. So, uh, the next game we're going to talk about is Rams-Cardinals. It's in Arizona, so it's going to be in the Dome. The line right now sits Rams minus 3.5 with over-under of 48.5. Uh, this game is going to be a fun one to watch because we don't really know. We, we've seen questionable things out of both these teams the first two weeks of the season, so we're going to get a little bit more answers about this team can – uh, Stafford and Cup continue to do what they've done. I think so. I think Cooper Cup's a great play in this game. I also think uh, probably Cam Akers is probably going to be the play you're going to want to go to with the Rams running back in this game. I just think you're going to see probably the Rams get up big and probably try to sit on the ball. I think you're going to see a lot of Cam Akers, perhaps some Daryl Henderson. Um if the Cardinals are playing from behind, don't ever count them out. We saw that last week against the Raiders. This Rams defense has play, been playing kind of soft lately and letting teams get back into games. 
So this could be another fun one to watch when we're talking the line of three and a half. It's on the road. I would probably take the over in this game. But uh, if we're talking about straight line, I'm going to take the Rams to cover the three and a half against the Cardinals. Um, I just got to see more consistency out of this Cardinals team before I will take I take a bet with them, I guess. So that'll be a great game to watch uh, Sunday in the four o'clock window. We also get a a little uh, return, kind of. The Eagles are going to head to Maryland to take on the Washington Commanders and get Carson Wentz against his former Eagles team. There's a slight chance of rain in this one. The Eagles are favored by six and a half points with an over-under of 47 and a half. Right now, I think you just got to take the Eagles. Commander's coming off a tough loss to the Detroit Lions last week. It's going to be a very emotional game for Carson Wentz, and it's probably going to be what drives the whole storyline in this game is can Carson Wentz keep his emotions in check, make good plays, and not get too emotional and make mistakes. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been playing out of his mind this year. He's definitely my fantasy player to play this week. I would actually, you can play Mo or uh, the top guys on the offensive side of the ball for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, even Miles Sanders. I, you know, the Eagles have committed to running this, uh, running the ball. The commanders do have a good defense. They are no slouches. So this is going to be a fun uh, test for the Eagles early on this season. And um, I think Jalen Hurts is just going to continue to do it. Uh, I like the Eagles minus six and a half in this game as well. They have been very impressive so far this year. And I think they'll continue to do so and continue to be undefeated as well. And then the, I believe the last game of undefeated teams is the Cowboys and the Giants Monday night. You know, before the season, this looked like it was going to be a real solid game. Uh, And it still kind of is. The Giants come in undefeated. The Cowboys come in without Dak and trying to, keep this season together with Cooper Rush and guys like Noah Brown and Tony Pollard. The weather, there's going to be about 10 to 20 mile per hour winds. It could affect, uh, you know, the passing game a touch. You could see a, a lot more Zeke and Pollard from the Cowboys and a lot of Saquon from the Giants, for that matter, with the quarterback play we've seen. Uh, line right now sits the Giants minus one. Over under a 39 and a half. If this is another game where I really like the under. Uh, both these defenses are top, have been playing top tier so far, at least first two weeks of the season. And both the quarterback play on both sides of the ball has been questionable at best. I give a slight uh, advantage to the Giants with uh, Daniel Jones at quarterback, but like I've said before, I need to see more out of him before I'm sold on this New York Giants team. Uh, my fantasy player to watch in this game is Noah Brown. He kind of, him and Cooper Rush, uh, last week against the Bengals kind of had a little bit of a rapport with each other. Noah Brown had a kind of a breakout game. Could, uh, see them go back to that in this one. But, uh, I like the Giants minus the one. I like the under on this game too. I think, uh, kind of with the wins and just, 
the way these defense have been playing that it's going to be a low scoring affair, but probably pretty interesting at the same time. Uh, and that does it for the big ones of the week. Uh, I think we'll see, like I said, I think we'll see the giants bills, Eagles and Kansas city probably stay undefeated. We'll talk about the chiefs uh, in our upcoming uh, round of games we're going to talk about the stinkers of the week games I think are going to probably be pretty lopsided or just not the most great games to watch but what do I know I'm just some guy that has a computer and can uh, talk football or talk about whatever I want to so uh, but yeah to start out those possible stinkers of the week we got the Falcons visiting Seattle to take on the Seahawks the weather in this one's going to be gorgeous the line's got Seattle minus one the over under sitting at 41 and a half you know uh, we've seen the Falcons in both their first two games giving up a big lead in the first game they had against the Saints and then trying to almost making a possible comeback last week against the Rams I like the Falcons plus one, obviously, in this game. I think Mariota has been doing everything he can to try to stave off Desmond Ritter, but that's a move that will be made eventually. Um, and I just, the Seahawks right now with Geno Smith as their quarterback, I it's just been kind of inconsistent play. We'll see if they can keep it together, but this, could, this game is one that could go either way. It's just kind of a stinker because both these teams are kind of terrible, and I don't anybody outside of Atlanta and Seattle probably won't want to watch this game. Um, my fantasy player of the game is Drake London. He has looked great in his first two games as an NFL player. I th think they're going to continue to feed him the ball. Maybe you could probably hopefully see Kyle Pitts probably emerge finally in this one. I know a lot of fantasy managers of his have been frustrated with the way he's been used, but a, they're just trying to win games. They're not necessarily trying to uh, make – everybody happy so uh like i said we'll take the falcons getting the point in this game i think a falcons outright win will probably be in order um next game we're talking about is the raiders at the titans uh two teams that have been disappointing to say the least starting out this year uh both teams own two both teams Playoff teams from last year, you know, the statistics show that if a team starts 0-3, they're probably like kind of out of it. Uh, I don't think that is necessarily the case for the Tennessee Titans because the AFC South looks downright terrible right now. We're sitting uh, going into week three, and there's one win between all the teams in the AFC South. So uh, anybody can still win that one, even if the Titans uh, start 0-3. Uh, possible rain in Nashville, 10 to 25 mile per hour winds. The Raiders are favored by a point and a half with the over-under at 45 and a half. Uh, I don't really like any of the bets on this game. I don't think either of these teams have really showed us enough to think that they can win. If I had to take it, I'll take the Raiders minus the one and a half uh, just because I think with the our fantasy player of the game for this one is going to be Devontae Adams. If they go back to using him, uh, being able to use him the way they did week one this season, I think the Raiders should be able to control this entire game. You know, we Derrick Henry has not looked like Derrick Henry of the past. I don't know if he's dealing with something that we don't really know about or if it's the offensive line issues perhaps in Tennessee. 
but this is another one like this at le- this game at least has more intrigue than the Falcon Seahawks game just because these are teams that we saw in the playoffs last year but it could end up being like I said just another big stinker for this week three of football uh next game we're going to talk about is Kansas City Chiefs heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts uh, this one's in a dome there in Indy. The Lions, Kansas City, minus 5.5 with an over-under of 50.5. This is another one that, at least on the Kansas City side of the ball, you're going to want to play everybody you got. Kelsey is a good play. Mahomes, obviously. I like McCole Hardman, how they've been using him so far this season. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I as well maybe even uh i believe Jarek mckinnon if you want to, if you're in a real deep league um my fantasy player to start is going to be the Kansas State defense the colts have looked abysmal at best so far this year jonathan taylor has not looked great and neither has matt ryan uh hopefully michael pittman's healthy again so this offense can get a little spark with his, uh him back in the lineup but i'll take kansas city minus the five and a half in this game all day, Kansas City has looked uh, better than I expected them to to start out this year, and I think they're going to continue to roll. They'll be one of those four undefeated teams. Uh, hopefully, we're, we're talking about Tuesday afternoon, still on uh, Feast Football Tuesdays. But, uh, yeah, the Kansas City defense is going to be where it's at. I think they're going to shut down this Colts team. I, I just don't expect much out of this Colts team until I see it. Because Matt Ryan's looked terrible. The offensive line hasn't looked great. Uh, so, yeah, Chiefs minus five and a half. Kansas City's defense. And then the final stinker of the week, we, uh, we do have, man, we have a group of just terrible, terrible games. It's the Bears headed to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, Bears are minus two and a half in this game with an over under a 39 and a half. Um, I hate this game. I'm not making a pick at all in this game anybody could win it uh the texans haven't looked great the bears do have a win but they haven't looked great either uh if i have to have to have to pick a fantasy player of the game i will take brandon cooks always seems to deliver uh to the tune of almost double digit points every week you know if he gets a touchdown now you're looking at 15 to 20 always a guy that could be electric and go off at any point in time and always has produced no matter who was throwing him the ball. So yeah, we'll uh, take Brandon cooks in that one. And that pretty much does it for the biggest stinker matchups of the week. But right now, I wanted to take a second to talk about shop.spinebustersports.com, your place for everything Spinebuster Sports, The Feast, and Pappy's Place merchandise related. You can go to shop.spinebustersports.com, uh, grab yourself a t-shirt, a throw pillow, pint glass, sweatshirt. You can grab some Feast leggings so you can get that ass feasted, ladies. And you can check out all of the great selection of products that we have at shop.spinebustersports.com. And to stay connected with everything going on with Spinebuster Sports, go to www.spinebustersports.com to, and uh, click our link for the Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook and uh, stay connected to everything going on. All the new podcasts that we're going to be, at least one new podcast will be starting here soon. And uh, all the goings on of everything else here at Spinebuster Sports. Well, we're going to uh, finish this one off real quick. We've got uh, 
the rest of the games of the slate. Six more games left to go here. Pardon me. It'll probably be a pretty quick show today, but like I said, get out there. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, if you're here in Michigan, it's starting to feel like fall, so go enjoy some apple cider. Maybe uh, hit up a bonfire or stop by Main Street Pub Portage and see your favorite slice of pound cake and enjoy a couple cocktails uh, tonight, this weekend. But uh, to finish off this slate of week three NFL games, we got the Saints traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Uh, overall, br- beautiful day with a small chance of rain. The Saints are two and a half point, uh, two and a half point favorites in this one with an over under of 40 and a half. I think you're going to probably see the Saints defense impose their will on this Carolina team. I'll take the Saints minus two and a half in this one. Uh, like I said, uh, Baker just I'm Baker's probably my most hated quarterback in the NFL. I just do not like him at all. Um, but the Christian McCaffrey has been healthy and playing pretty well so far this year. Um, they do have talented wide receivers there in Carolina as long as Baker can get them the ball. But I just think this one's going to be Saints defense and uh, the Saints running game. We haven't seen Carolina's uh, run defense play well to, to start out this season. So uh, I'll take wh- whoever the Saints r- starting running back is in this game. I know Kamara's been banged up with a rib problem missed last week. He may be back in the lineup for this one. If not, uh, I'm, I think Mark Ingram might be their backup again. Uh, so if you are a Kamara owner and you can get your hands on uh, Mark Ingram, grab him up if uh, it gets close to game time and you get that notification that Kamara is not playing in this one. But yeah, give me the Saints minus two and a half uh, to cover against Baker and the Panthers. Uh, next, we got San Francisco 49ers going to Denver to take on the Broncos. Weather's supposed to be beautiful in this one. Line is San Francisco minus one and a half with an over under of 44 and a half. Um, we haven't seen a ton out of either of these teams so far. Russell has really struggled since going to Denver, and San Francisco. Uh, is kind of in flux because of the injury to Trey Lance and uh, going back to Jimmy G. So uh, I like San Francisco covering the one and a half. We know what we're getting with Jimmy G. And until we see it from Russ, you can't trust it. Uh, but my fantasy player of the game is actually a Denver Bronco. It's Cortland Sutton. Uh, he's looked great so far this year. And he is pretty much the only person that has uh, sufficed. He's had 194 yards so far. No touchdowns yet. I expect him. uh, Maybe we'll finally see him get in the end zone uh, in this one. But he's just the only person that's really produced. I do love Javante Williams still. But um, that, you know, being Russ's safety blanket there at running back for the little dip-offs, but Russ has been missing him in some key situations so far this year. So, uh, like I said, we will take the 49ers in that one, um, but I think it's it's hard to pick somebody on the 49ers offensive side of the ball to play in this game just because Denver's defense is uh, pretty good. Like, both these defenses are good, but if you have to play one person in this game, I think Cortland Sutton is that guy. Uh, big game in uh, the NFC North. We got the Detroit Lions heading to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Vikings are favored by five and a half in this game with a big over under a 52 and a half. 
Uh, this is going to be a fun one to watch. You know, we're I'm recording here in Michigan. There's a lot of buzz about the Lions getting that victory against Commanders and looking good against the Eagles. Uh, this is for who's going to be that team this year that really starts uh, to kind of push and challenge the Packers. Um, I like the Lions and the points in this one. I'll take the five and a half. Um, with the over-under, I'll take the over in this one too. We've seen uh, the Lions go over in their first two games. Uh, I think you'll see the Vikings offense kind of shake off uh, the issues they had in the Philadelphia game. Uh, My fantasy player in this one is Delvin Cook. You know, the Lions have looked okay against the run this year, but I think finally we'll see Delvin Cook get started in this game, Uh, maybe have a couple touchdowns. Uh, But you could play Delvin Cook, you can play Justin Jefferson, you can play Adam Thielen, you can play Swift, um, Kirk Cousins. I think – Amon Ross St. Brown, there's, you, you know, we can start thinking about playing Jerry Goff the way he's played these first couple of weeks, especially if this Lions team is going to be playing from behind a decent amount of the year. Uh, but this is going to be a real, one of those real fun games to watch this weekend. I think the scoring could get pretty large in this one. And uh, like I said, I'll take the Lions and the five and a half points um, in this one. Uh, then we move on to the Ravens go into New England, take on the Patriots. Uh, it's going to be cloudy, but I don't believe there's going to be, uh, there might be some rain. Uh, Ravens are two and a half point favorites with the over under sitting at 44 and a half. Um, we've uh, seen the Ravens defense give up a ton, uh, the most yards to uh, most passing yards the first two weeks of the season in the NFL. The Patriots haven't looked spectacular so far this year. Uh, They're still trying to figure out what they're doing on offense. Their defense has been playing great. Um, I think uh, if I really have to pick, I would pick just the Ravens' uh, money line in this one. I don't like the two and a half points. I think the Patriots have played, they've been in and played uh, well in in most games this year. And... Uh, so I'll, I will take, uh, the Ravens money line in this one, but my fantasy player to watch once again is a team on the other side or a player from the other side. It's Jacoby Myers. Cause said the Ravens have given up the most passing yards so far this year, but it hasn't really been to tight ends. It's been to wide receivers. I think Myers is that guy for Mac Jones. Uh, maybe Nelson Aguilar you could play in this game as well. Uh, for the Ravens, I I do love me some Rashad Bateman, but I'm fading him this week against this Patriots defense. Uh, I you know Mark Andrews obviously you can play Lamar Jackson you can play, but outside of those guys on this Ravens offense, I don't know if I'm playing anybody else in fantasy this week. Uh, and then a couple more games to talk about. We're going to talk about the Bengals and the Jets. Uh, Cincinnati is headed to uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey for this one. It's going to be rain showers in this game. Bengals are six-point favorites with an over-under of 45-and-a-half. With the rain and just game flow, I think the, this has got to be a game where the Bengals uh, get things right. Like we said before, teams that start 0-3 do not, generally do not make the playoffs. Uh, I think we're going to see a healthy amount of Joe Mixon in this game, in the passing game, and in the running game. Uh, the Bengals' offensive line has to do a better job of protecting Joe Burrow. Luckily, this is a get-right game against the Jets and Joe Flacco. Uh, so, um, But with the line, I 
I hate it. I will take uh, the Jets and the six points. I do expect the Bengals to win this game, but I just hate that six-point line for this Jets team that is, you know, it just kind of depends on how, I don't know, it's weird with the, weird, weird, weird with this Jets team. They've been in games, they've won games, uh, but you would expect the Bengals team that went to the Super Bowl last year will dominate in this one. And then our final game of the week, the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking the long trip to the West Coast to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the line sits at seven points for Los Angeles with over under a 47 and a half. I will take the Chargers and the seven points all day. Like uh, We didn't really talk a ton about the Chargers last week because they played on Thursday night, but this Chargers defense is legit. You know, uh, Hopefully Herbert's got some rest and he's healed up a little bit. We'll see the uh, effects of his rib injury in this one. The Jaguars have played good so far. Trevor Lawrence looks really good uh, in his second year. You can't take anything away from them. But I just think this Chargers defense is really great. The offense is just as good. You're going to see the Chargers rolling in this one. Um, a fancy player to watch is going to be Austin Eckler. Uh, you know, he hasn't looked great on the ground in the first two games this year, but he looks spectacular in the passing game. I think that will continue in this one. They'll use the short passing game as um, their rushing game. And, yeah, Eckler just keeps – uh, cranking up the points, and especially if you're in a PPR format with running backs. So uh, expect that to continue in this one. And that pretty much does it for the week three slate here at Feast Football Friday. I appreciate everybody uh, listening. I appreciate you um supporting us all the ways that you do thanks for uh at least continuing to tune in every week and download i know it's uh not as spectacular and fun as it was before but i'm just trying to give you knowledge and get everybody geared up for the weekend of football uh this is my name's pound cake come back tuesday we'll have feast football tuesdays we'll do the recap of week three we'll talk about the monday night football games give you the fantasy studs of the week and maybe the pound cake power and poopy five uh of the nfl week but we'll be back on tuesday i'm pound cake this has been Spinebuster sports presents feast football friday thanks for listening and we'll see y'all next week